What's happening, homebodies? It's your girl, the Toe Lady, Rachel Presser, coming at you live from New York. And I'm here today to rant about lawns. Uh, of all the things, you know, that the media, you know, keeps hands wringing about my generation killing, well, lawns are the things that we gotta go take to our black site next. Because lawns are, lawns are just stupid. They're pointless. They're, they're a waste. They kill the environment. I, I know, they... It's that the whole, um, you know, verdant green concept is just a big, you know, you know, big fake sheen that just is like, oh, like, we're going to make this look green and healthy, but it's anything but that. Lawns are just a social construct that we don't need. It's just this, you know, pointless dick-waving contest that, you know, yeah, that some homeowners get into with others. And for what? Who actually sees it? Who is actually, like, using the lawn? Who's actually, you know, yeah, like, playing on the property or, like, going to see it? Like, you know, you're, you're just going to be driving past that lawn. Like, how long are you and total strangers even looking at it every day? But yet, people just, just spend, yeah, like, e easily thousands of dollars, you know, a year trying to trying to maintain it. And, is it and, and, all, and all for what? Like, really, ask yourself, what purpose does this lawn really even serve? And so a lot of this actually goes back, you know, to, you know, to those oppressive zoning boards that have been basically at fault for why probably a lot of things in your community aren't optimal. I mean, for one, you know, zoning boards were actually the very thing, you know, that killed a lot of construction plans that would have allowed, you know, for smaller homes, you know, basically more affordable housing, you know, than what we currently you know, have in most of America, where everything is, you know, everything is either, like, okay, you have to buy this gigantic energy-sucking hog that's at least 2,500 square feet, or if you're going to build a new home here, the zoning board says it must be X amount of square feet, which is a lot how the tiny house movement actually got spurred, because a lot of people thought, like, oh, if I actually buy a house I can put on wheels that will technically get classed as a mobile home, and then I don't actually have to, like, yeah, make a foundation and build it to be, yeah, at least a thousand square feet, if not more than that. And that's actually how, yeah, a lot of that movement really got started, because people people just try to take advantage of saying, oh, it's, it's actually a recreational vehicle or a mobile home, and got around it that way because of these horribly restrictive zoning boards that just said, no, you must build this gigantic energy-hogging thing and end of story, or you can't build. And so it's the same thing with lawns. A lot of zoning boards basically force people to have lawns, and usually it's because, yeah, they just they, they think it makes the place look good, they think it has curb appeal, and thus it's going to, you know, raise the property values, thus raising the tax base. Or, and or, there's usually, you know, some more sinister capitalistic notion behind it like the person who sits on the zoning board probably owns a landscaping company or like a friend or spouse does and they want that money to keep rolling in they want you to have they want you and everyone else in the hoa to have a lawn to maintain so that you have to keep you know dropping money you could be putting to something else towards maintaining some fucking patch of grass that you probably may not even want because, yeah, it's not even millennials realizing how pointless this is. Now, even a lot of Gen X and boomer homeowners are starting to see how pointless it is just based on the research I've done, where 
a lot of them just said, you know, they, they flipped off, you know, the HOAs or the zoning board and said, screw it. Like, I am tired of breaking my back, main yeah, maintaining this ungrateful piece of grass um, that just, damn thing's just going to keep growing anyway. Um, why keep poisoning the earth with all these chemicals, spending all this money, wasting God knows how many weekends doing yard work, when I could just let it grow and let the flora and fauna come and go as they please? Because that's the thing, too. They, well, I mean, well, let's put the money aside. I mean, this isn't some pie-in-the-sky thing. Like, lawns are incredibly wasteful because they also are literally a waste of nature. Like, grass is not meant to be short, choppy, and, like, unnaturally green. No, like, grass is actually just meant to grow and do its thing. You know, like, same thing, like, for, like, weeds and flowers that may seem... Like, okay, you know, they're just going to grow, do their thing, but that's, and we have to stop it because it doesn't look good, but nature doesn't really give a shit about what does and doesn't look good. If you want, like, bees to keep surviving, you know, because as scientists keep saying, when the bees die, we die, it, it, they're not kicking. I mean, like, bees pollinate, you know, most of our food. It would create a massive public health crisis if we suddenly stopped having crops, you know, because all the bees are dying out. And apparently that's what beekeepers are saying now, that the bee die-out rate, which is usually common every winter, um, it's getting, like, abnormally high now. And a lot of it is tied back to um, herbicides um, and other pesticides being used to maintain these stupid fucking lawns that no puggy really wants to bother maintaining in the first place. When, no, like, your lawn should be friendly to bees. And it should be friendly to toads. And I'm not, and I'm not just saying that because I am biased as a toad lady, but toads are another important indicator species, um, just like other amphibians. And, you know, they, like the bees, they have been on decline in the past decade. Um, a lot, for, for frogs and toads in particular, it's, a lot of it is tied to um, the chrytid fungus, which is um, largely been bred by these extreme changes in temperature. So yeah, climate change has caused a big, um, you know, fall in amphibian populations. But lawns are also tied, um, you know, to frog and toad, um, you know, depopulation as well. Because um, maybe you didn't know this, but um, I actually have a whole, I have a whole piece up about why you want, why and how to make your lawn and garden amphibian friendly is that they have extremely um, exorbitant, exorbitant skin. So, you know, pretty much like think about how like if you're putting like lotion on your hand or like if somebody just touches your hand, maybe you do or you don't like that depending on who it is. But whatever is like on that person's hand is not going like to transfer under your skin. It may come like on top of your skin, but that's it. That's not the case for frogs and toads. Like, the reason why you have to wash up both before and after you handle them is because their skin is incredibly absorbent, and so, yeah, like, if a frog or toad is, like, hopping on your lawn, it has a whole bunch of harmful chemicals, like, that's going to harm them. And, yeah, so that that's a very big problem. Um, yeah, like, that's why lawns have been heavily linked to um, amphibian population declines as well as bees. And and that's a problem because, okay, even if you're not the biggest fan of frogs and toads, I can understand not everyone's going to be as crazy about them as me, 
well, if you don't want bugs coming into your house, if you don't want them, you know, yeah, like on, you know, on your flowers or on like any vegetables that you're growing, you want frogs and toads to be able, you know, to, you know, yeah, like happily make a home there. And those, yeah, all these like pointless chemicals and like and dangerous lawn equipment too. It's another one I've heard. I've had people tweet at me with many horrifying stories about having like, you know, to attempt to save a frog or a toad from a lawnmower. It makes me very sad when I hear about the ones that don't survive. I'm very happy when I hear about, you know, a toad that does get saved from one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same idea between the equipment, the chemicals. It's just, it's so much time and money and for what? Like, it's killing the fucking planet. And, and like I said, who is this even for? Like, really, who are you trying to impress? Like, really, a- ask yourself that. I get wanting to, like, yeah, take pride where you live and have a nice home, especially if you have lived in some major shitholes like I have. If you have, yeah, like, like I said, like, growing up, yeah, like, with a hoarder like I did, lived in, like, some pretty, like, yeah, like, crappy apartments that were not in the best shape. Yeah, I can understand wanting to, like, yeah, take pride. Like, hey, I got this nice-looking house. I want to make it look good. But who cares about the actual wall? Like, really, like, who are you trying to impress? Like, if... If they're, if they're gonna, like, make that big of a deal about how your fucking wall looks, they're not your real friends, my dude. Like, go forth. Find better friends. Find the kind of friends, like, yeah, who will want to grow a toad pond. You know, on your, or start a toad pond, rather. <laughs> on your property. And, you know, and doesn't care how long you let the grass grow because that's the kind of person who's not gonna be there when you need them to be there anyway. Yeah. Screw that, you know, screw doing things for impressions. Um, no one really wants to see your fucking lawn on Instagram. Yeah, that's it. Lawns are stupid. They suck. Let's abolish lawns. Yeah, that's one of the many things that my generation is, is gonna, you know, take to our black site. Just like we did with the Shiggy Chain restaurants, just like we did with napkins, diamonds, uh... Oh, and we're coming for the golf courses! Don't forget the golf courses, because if you thought lawns are bad... Golf courses are even worse. And we're, yeah, we are going to come for them hard. We're going to turn them into public gardens and public toad ponds and giant queer communist game developer collectives. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to make, make some fun things out of all the golf balls when we're done. All right, so you want to see more lawn discourse? Head to homestratosphere.com. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for more podcast episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Homestragos, and I'll see you again next time.